Happy Pi Day from the Mess Hall Podcast. So, like I said, it's Happy Pi Day. Pi Day is just four days away on March 14th, 3.14. If you want to know, I don't know the rest of the numbers that go along with that. So, um, we are going to celebrate by having, a what, five savory pies tonight? Sure. Um, to get this out of the way, we've already had them. Now we're just yes. going to talk about them. We're going to talk about some pie facts, and then we have some local pies that we're that we've tried. So I can't wait to get into this information and review. So yeah. Lena, what do you have about pies for us? Well, I have some stuff about pie, of course. Of course, of, uh, me. So, yep, March, like the third month, fourteenth day. It's been around since 1988 when a physicist named that was really hard to say a physicist physicist named Larry Shaw um, came up with the idea. Yeah, Larry Shaw is a tongue twister. <laughs> Pi is an infinite number. Just feels like I've been with you for infinite years. Anyway, and usually Archimedes is the Greek mathematician who is credited with first accurately calculating it. Okay. I didn't look more into that. Everyone said that. One site said, usually recredit it, and I just stopped there <laughs> because I didn't find who else it might be credited to. It is the constant ratio over circles circumference to diameter, and it's called pi for the Greek letter parametros, meaning circumference. Of course. Yes. In t- 2015, it was celebrated at 9.26 and 53 seconds a.m. because that with the 15, like 2.14, 15, yeah. 9, are the digits that yeah. for that day. It's also Albert Einstein's birthday on huh. Pi Day, which I didn't know. I didn't know either. Yeah. So we are celebrating, which is really standard for everyone to celebrate by eating pie. That's of kind course. of the thing. It really is. It's not just we didn't come up with that. <laughs> so I have some pie facts, of course. I couldn't remember if we did pie before. I feel we must have. Yes, we did. Did we do a Swanson pie or something? Yeah, we had a meat pie because we talked about this on the last episode where they had, what, like 47 oh, train trains of turkeys? Of, yes, yes. Yeah, of yes. extra frozen turkeys. Was so it a did. frozen dinner we had or a pie? I feel we had the pie, right, for Thanksgiving. We had a turkey dinner, but we've also had the pot pie before as well. Okay. So The history of pies is that it was often sealed in a, in a big, thick crust, and it was kind of like a box, and it was called a coffin, which helped preserve the meat. It was usually savory food, and one of the first sweet pies known to be served was to Queen Elizabeth I, a cherry pie. Okay. Um, I giggled because it helped preserve the meat. And apparently there's some argument about whether the crust was actually eaten or not. Okay. Because um, it preserved the meat for a while. And I don't know, that just makes me sick how like there was no refrigeration just a pie like i put my meat pie in the fridge <laughs> i just i keep my meat pies in a cool wet sack buried in the backyard so yeah i was wondering what you were doing the other night with a wet sack and a shovel anyway 
<laughs> they say the crust wasn't eaten, but there's some discrepancy there because at that time, like 1500s, I don't know, would we, they ate everything. Maybe it was servants who ate it, but I couldn't see it just going to waste, right? No, no. Um, I wrote 1500s. I don't know why. Because then I wrote somewhere else, like, 1400s. <laughs> <laughs> but also, do you know the Sing a Song of Sixpence? A pocket no. full of rye, four and twenty blackbird, nope. baked in a pie. When the pie was open, nope. the birds begin to sing. Wasn't that a lovely dish to set before the king? Well, that comes from somewhere. They used to just put, like, oh, wooden really? scaffolding <laughs> on a pie and kind of bake it hollow and they take out the bottom and put live birds in and then they crack open the top and birds would fly out like in banquets and i think okay. there was a scene in the show the tutors doing that oh i, I was uh, thinking game of thrones before we well we're already stuffed from pie because we did try first but let's take a little break the mess hall podcast is a proud member of the alberta podcast network Locally grown, community supported. This episode is brought to you by Park Power, your friendly local utilities provider in Alberta. Offering internet, electricity, and natural gas with low rates, awesome service, and profit sharing with local charities. In Alberta, you get to choose who you buy your internet, electricity, and natural gas from. Park Power offers low overhead, which in turn allows them to offer low competitive rates. Reach out for a no-obligation comparison by emailing estimates at parkpower.ca. If you choose to switch, it's easy. It's really just a change in your billing, and you can feel good knowing that you're helping to give back to the communities with your utility bills. Learn more at parkpower.ca. All right, so I'm a little logy here. I'm full of pie. <laughs> we had a lot of pie, and why I didn't stop, I don't know. <laughs> why I didn't take smaller pieces, I don't know. But Because I cut all the pies into one-third. <laughs> exactly, so. and I just, it was on my plate, I ate it. So we're going to start with a traditional English pork pie from Irving's Firm Fresh. This is a firm outside of Ed, about an hour outside of Edmonton in okay. Round Hill, Alberta. They have free-range Berkshire pigs, from, and Berkshire pigs are from England. Berkshire, uh, okay. England. And I'm just going to throw this out. The U.S. has the American Berkshire Association. It, ha it started in 1875. Just to kind of look over the pedigree of the pigs the, um, and make sure they were directly from England, at least to start, right? Their line was, yeah, their yeah. lineage. The first hog was actually in the association, was raised by Queen Victoria, and it was called the Ace of Spades. Huh. The Ace of Spades. Yes, I, I get that reference. Yes. <laughs> So, so pork pies used to be filled with aspic jelly and they used a hot water pastry um, around it. And traditionally, it's like what we had. It's like tall and has a big crimped yeah. edge. Uh, it usually eaten in the eastern part of England. And like any pie started early, like since the 1400s, whatever, as a just they handy because they're portable for farm hand. Yeah, I can see that. And... Pork was cheap at the time to have. So pork was kind of associated with poverty just because pork pigs eat everything, table scraps. Yeah. So, wow, this pie was good. I really enjoyed this pie. I like the look of it, like you talked about before. Like it was tall, it was long, crimped edges. And we had like almost a single serving pie. Yeah, yeah. And I can see that being like if you're a farmer out on the fields or doing whatever, I think that would be a perfect like go-to lunch just because yeah. it would be easy to eat. I thought there wasn't like all the stuff inside was held together nicely. And 
Is it like a stuffing inside of the pork as no, well? No, it's just chunks of pork, I thought. Yeah. It, but the now some of the ones I looked at looked like it was going to be like more ham flavor. This was okay. chunks of pork and like thyme in it. Maybe yeah, say, I thought it was savory. Maybe savory. I get those two kind of mixed yeah, up. But I think I, you have a better palate for that. I thought it was good. The pork was moist. It had a unique flavor inside. The not pie crust. Dry. Yeah, it the wasn't dry was at all. not dry. Yeah. The crust was really flavorful as well. I enjoyed the flavor of the crust. I wrote like bread-like almost. It was mushy kind of in a good way. I know that sounds bad, but like, and, but crispy on the edge, but it yeah. just got like all the juices in it. I, I want to, mushy sounds bad. I want to come up with another better name, but I, I mean <laughs> it as a good thing. It was just kind of almost like bread dough was kind of thick but then crispy like uh, yeah i'm just saying the same things over and over again but it was good i wanted some yeah, cranberry sauce or apple with it or Ooh, something that like would be good. even some apple yeah. sauce not because it needed it but i just i did my research right before we ate and i saw a picture of a pork pie that was like ringed in cranberries so i had cranberries oh, okay. on my mind but it did not disappoint no it, it didn't was, i really enjoyed that one i was afraid it was going to be like ham though and it wasn't <laughs> and i don't like ham so yeah i'm good start next up is a curry chicken pie that was from miss p's gluten-free this business started with bread over 10 years ago and now has almost 50 products we got it at what used to be the avenida food hall yeah fresh and local um, i think it's called now so i'd say look it up but i'm not sure what the (laughs) name is (laughs) yeah so i looked up curry (laughs) Okay. Which I didn't read, and I just looked up curry in Britain because we're doing pies, and I mean pies were around since Greek times, whatever. But it, Britain's really known for it. curry has been around Britain since the 1730s from men returning from working for the Indian East Company, okay, East yeah, Indian Company, yeah. and then coffee houses started serving them. And then in 1747, an English cookbook had a recipe for an Indian pilaf. The first Indian restaurant was an in England was in 1810 called the Hindustani Coffee House. And now there's more Indian restaurants in London than there are in Delhi and Mumbai combined. Huh, interesting. Which is interesting. Yeah, we tried the pie. It was, that curry was really good. I thought the curry was good. That was a little bit salty. Yeah, I did, but it. I did write that it was salty as well. Um, The crust was nice and flaky. Yeah, I felt, I was a little afraid with a gluten gluten-free crust. Yeah, I can see that. Um, But it was crispy. It held up nicely. It was crispy, but it didn't have a lot of flavor. But I think just the flavor was masked by the curry. Like, uh, you know. I felt it could have used something inside, like peas. Peas, yes. Yes, I feel like it could have used peas as well. Like, and not as a filler. I just like, I thought it just needed something inside of it besides uh, the pulled chicken. Yeah. I mean, we like, could have had something on the side, like peas. <laughs> no, I, w- I wanted it in there because I thought it was a good handheld pie again. So yeah. you could just, I don't want to be eating pie and then using a fork for peas. That would be ridiculous. Although, didn't we eat with a fork? Some of us did. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it had a nice curry flavor. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the chicken was like shredded. Yeah, and that's why I said I thought it was pulled, but maybe shredded. Whatever. Oh, yeah, you said pulled. Yes, and whatever. I, that's the same to me. I mean, I don't want to find emails about how it's not the same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I thought, I, like I said, I was a little afraid of gluten-free, but it was crispier. I thought it was yeah, like I, soggy or something. I don't know what I was thinking. I didn't think the 
if you told me afterwards it was gluten-free, I wouldn't have noticed because, yeah. yeah, the crust was fine. It was good. I liked it. Yeah, I don't think when we when we bought it, I didn't realize it was gluten-free, yeah. though. You wouldn't. I, I think gluten-free has come so far in the last 10 years, 15 years. Yeah. Um, you know, it made me want to make a chicken curry pie. Yeah. Yeah, me too. leftover chicken curry. <laughs> Next up, we have, well, two pies from McEwen's. Meats, actually, um, which has been around Calgary for 30 years, and they serve traditional Scottish fare. They even have haggis sometimes. They hear really good sausages. They've just started. They've just changed over ownership. I don't know just. Okay. I know the website said now new, new owners. But yeah, so we have the uh, Scotch meat pies. And... <laughs> Talking about eating with your hands, they're often served at football or like soccer okay, matches yeah. in halftime because you can eat them with your hand in Scotland mm. and often with a warm drink. They used to be made with mutton because mutton was around and cheap, but now okay. it's often beef. Ours was beef because beef is now cheaper. Yep. Recommended to eat it with HP sauce and baked beans or baked beans. A- um, at a football game? Like, are you getting a whole tray of baked beans, a warm Guinness? Or... No, it wasn't a warm Guinness. It was this other drink that looked like Marmite. And like, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if you added that to heat. I didn't really look up. Bovril. If anyone knows about it, let me know. I just, I stopped my research there because I can only go delve so far to talk about. But yeah, and Scotch meat pies, like apparently like 500 years old, okay. maybe. There's also a Scotch pie championship um, that's been around since 1999. Not an eating, like pie eating, but they judge the best pie. I wonder if it's like right up there with the oatmeal cooking competitions. Probably. Yeah. So I really like the shape of this one. Yeah. It, I wrote it that was it nice. looks like it's made in a little spring form pan. Yeah. Because it's round perfectly like that. And then it looked like they cut a circle for the top and just plunked it on top. There was even a little space between like. The side crust was in there and the round top. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. Uh, it reminded me of, uh, my parents used to get this like English pudding sausage type thing when I was younger. And it reminded me, the flavor reminded me of that. But this was way more moist because I remember that sausage being dry. But this wasn't dry at all. It was really moist. It was flavorful. Uh, I'm not sure if it was this or the pork pie I came across. That, and people asked, what's the difference between a pudding, this, this pudding and this pie? Oh, okay. and it must have been that, but I don't remember. But there was kind of flour on it, like the the pie. It wasn't yeah. browned like the pork pie, but I liked that. Like that sounds like a bad thing. There was a little bit of flour even on it. Mm-hmm. The filling was kind of mushy but flavorful, but not mushy falling apart. No, I thought it was. My mother makes it, a. It was like mushy but firm. Almost. Yeah, mu- again, mushy is Moist sounding bad. And firm. I thought it was going to be my mom makes a meat pie and she used ground meat and then gravy. And, you know, so sometimes if you don't especially like break up ground beef or something, yeah, you know, it kind yeah. of sticks. But I, then like you can almost pick out little pieces in the meat. It was more, it was softer than that. Let's not go with mushy. I'm going to go with softer. Yes. And yeah, it had a nice, nice flavor. But I was I really. I thought the flavor was fantastic. Yeah. I was really impressed with the, just the look of it. It was just plain, simple. Yeah, I just picture it at a football game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm I have no complaints. I would buy that pie again. Okay, what about the next pie? The next McEwen's pie we have is the steak and kidney pie. First recipe that 
seems to be around was in 1694, but it had things like prunes and nutmeg in it. I think this one had nutmeg, but like some sweet and like so often they had currants or, you know, some sort of fruit. But then in the 1800s, there were recipes that mentioned closer to like what we had today. Okay. Now, for a while, there used to be steak and oyster pies because oysters were so plentiful at the time. (laughs) And also, they say if you don't really like awful, you could go with mushrooms to replace it. And I often see steak and mushroom pie. I saw a steak and mushroom pie when we were shopping, but Avery does not like mushrooms. And I read that the kidney adds an earthiness and richness that goes well with the beef. I thought it did. I like the shape of this because it was more traditional. Popeye, like you get in a store, like yeah. the pre-made ones, I, like yeah. the frozen ones. I actually thought Avery told me this was the frozen Swiss chalet one when I started eating it. And I was shocked because the crust was so good. And I was <laughs> like, more better than I was expecting. So, and then it was halfway through and you told me, and I found out the difference. I thought it, you just, I wrote down my note of it was better than I was expecting. I wasn't expecting too much out of the kidney part. But yeah, the steak and the kidney went really well together. I enjoyed it. The, the meat inside was really tender and really nice, good chunks in there, like good-sized chunks. Yeah, I wrote nice chunks of beef. <laughs> and what I really liked about both of these pies is that even though they're from the same company, they didn't have the same flavor profile. Yeah. They're both unique. Good point. They both had unique flavors. They both had unique shapes, like I um, traditional shapes. So usually when you see like a company putting out a couple different things, they'd at least be the same shape, but they weren't. So I really appreciated that. And like I said, the flavor profile on both was completely different, but good in their own ways. The crust was nice and flaky. The egg wash felt nice. It was like, I don't want to say shellac. That sounds bad, but I had a nice like (laughs) smooth feeling on my mouth in my mouth. Yeah, I can see that. I was thinking when I was eating it that this was the Swiss chalet and I wrote, I missed the peas. (laughs) So you wanted peas in the curry one. (laughs) This sounds silly. I'd like to give it another go because I'd like to try to see if I could taste the kidney or like if it, yeah. I'd definitely try this pie again. For sure. But I liked that it was chunks instead of just shreds. It was big chunks of beef. Almost like the pork pie. Yeah, and that's going back like both pies, different profiles, so. Yeah, I said it was a little bit dry, but the gravy made it nice. Like, it, like it, I found that it balanced itself out if I kind of broke up the meat on the tip of my tongue and then spread the gravy around. I don't know. It's, does that sound crazy the way yeah, I... Yeah, But it that's does. how I ate it, and that's how it made it good. And no, and next up is the, the one we mentioned a lot, Swiss Chalet. You mentioned a lot. <laughs> yes. I could not find much information on Swiss Chalet. It was founded in 1954, and the first one was was on Bloor Street in Toronto, closed in 2006, and then demolished in 2009. There's not much out there beyond that. Why can't I find more Swiss Chalet stuff? Like, I could find menus or their food, but not information about them. Well, let's make this one quick. I didn't like it at all. Me either. What was with broccoli in it? Broccoli? I like broccoli. Yes. Broccoli did not. And the little frozen hash browns I thought was in it. And It wasn't even... I thought the, it was as small as peas. I've never seen anyone cut a potato that small That's before. why I was thinking hash browns. And then yeah. the carrots, I think they cut up baby carrots to put in. And I didn't even get a carrot in my opinion. I think they cut up a baby carrot. Not as good. And we bought the beef, which is kind of odd to buy from Swiss Chalet, but, and it's more expensive than like a Swanson's pie, but I'm like, I'm going to go back because it's a good comparison of frozen pie to Swanson's. 
and Swanson's for a lot cheaper and a lot better. better. Yeah. yeah, I think like a Swanson pie is a dollar something, yeah. and this whole pie, which would be about the equivalent of three Swansons, cost us like seven or eight yeah. dollars, maybe yeah. nine. I don't remember. But, but um, meat inside was all mushy and. Yeah, and, and we talked about mushy in a good way. Tonight. Yeah, but this was in a bad way. Yeah, yeah. And not flavorful. No, no. The crust wasn't flavorful. Yeah, uh, and I was hoping to give Swiss Shelly a shot. I'm not a huge Swiss yeah. Shelly fan or Swiss Shelly sauce. Fan? So, yeah, sauce You're fan. obviously not Swiss yeah. Shelly sauce. <laughs> Thank, thanks for pointing that out. <laughs> for anyone who can't see Avery, just know he is not Swiss Shelly sauce. He's a living man. Not a big gloop of sauce. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I am not talking to a sauce every day, every every episode. But yeah, Swiss chalet, boo. But let's... Uh, Broccoli? Let's give a rundown of these after this ad. Today I want to tell you about ATB's new podcast, The Future Of. Join Todd Hirsch, ATB's Vice President and Chief Economist, as he connects with special guests who offer unique and useful perspectives about the future. Explore how our economy and communities can not only brace for change, but embrace the opportunities it creates. From the future of women in business to the changing nature of work itself, the future of helps us understand what's coming and what we need to do today to get the tomorrow we want. Featuring two episodes each month, plus bonus episodes, The Future Of includes interviews with top community and business leaders from Alberta and around the world. Subscribe to The Future Of in the Apple Store, Google Play, Spotify, and everywhere podcasts are found. And connect to ask your questions about the future by emailing thefutureof at atb.com. So number five, I have Swiss Chalet. As do I. There's no question. Yeah. It was a, it was an easy, easy find what was the worst out of all these. Oh, yeah. And it wasn't like, like if you were to give the rest stars, they're way up at like eight to 10 stars. This one is like a two to three star. <laughs> out of 15? Out of 10. Oh, okay. Thanks for uh, summarizing like, that. It's like the comparison, which should be compared to the homemade ones, was so... There's no comparison. Yeah. There's no comparison no. at all. We just kind of had it as the control. Yeah. So yeah. two, three, and four were hard for me to pick out. Yeah, me too. I keep changing. But number four, I put the chicken curry pie. I, and I just think it was just missing something else inside of it. And that's the only reason it's a number four. It was still a really good pie, but I just thought it could have used something else inside. I waver, but yeah, I have the same. Okay. Number three, I have the steak and kidney pie. I also have the steak and kidney pie. Again, it's not anything bad. I thought it was a good pie. I liked everything inside. So, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't mean that it's bad. It just, yeah. And then the scotch mince pie for number two. For number two, I had the uh, traditional English pork pie. Oh, I'm surprised. I thought you'd have the pork pie for first. No. For sure. Again, it was... It was still a good pie. I'm not taking okay. anything away from Irving's traditional English pot po- or well, pork pie. Yeah. It was still a really good pie, but I just didn't think it was up there with the uh, scotch meat pie at number one. And you must have had. Scotch mints, yeah. yeah. I had pork. I thought you'd have the pork pie for sure, yeah. too. It was still good. Like Yeah, one, every one was really good. One, two, and three were really hard to pick out which one was the best. Number four was probably, it was still good. 
Yeah. But number five, was, well, let's never talk about that again. Yeah. But I really, and then for me, no question that number one was the pork pie. Um, no, I, well, no, there was a little question, but not. No, I just thought the scotch meat pie was really good. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I en- I enjoyed the simplicity of that one. But the pork pie, I enjoyed how tall, it, like even just the look, it was tall. It had that nice crimped edge. Yeah. had those pieces of pork that like kind of fell out, that mm-hmm. thyme or maybe savory. Um, I, I enjoyed the look of the scotch meat pie. I liked For the it, different reason, I though. liked how it was nice and round and... Simple. Yeah, Plain. but... You don't see pot pies in that shape. No, it's true. So I enjoyed it. But also you don't see the traditional English pot pie shape around either. So I'd say the scotch pie was almost like a minimalist shape because it was like perfectly round and just like, I don't want to say calming. And then that round top. Yeah. And little, yeah. But um, I'll put, I, I put all the pies in the oven. So I took a picture of it. So make sure you check out our Instagram. And uh, so you can see that. I, I've been putting pictures up of everything that we tried lately. So so some really good pies there. I enjoyed most of them. <laughs> yeah. I, I'd say I enjoyed four out of five pies. Yeah. I did not enjoy the Swiss Chalet. And I enjoy a Swanson's or yeah. any, even like a no-name or whatever yeah, exactly. brand of just little pot pie. I really enjoy those. Yeah. But not this one. Broccoli. The broccoli just. (laughs) The broccoli. It's even worse than broccoli on pizza. So back to one of our favorite uh, segments on the show. What were some good things you ate this week? Oh, I had some good things. I had some good baked goods. Yeah, like chocolate pie that you made yesterday. That I was wanting chocolate chocolate cake. Sorry, (laughs) and then I made a coconut oil frosting for it. Yeah, I wanted a piece today, but after all that pie, I couldn't handle dessert. Also, the other thing I ate was the homemade chocolate chip cookies that my student and her dad made for me. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't think we ate out this week. So it wasn't anything that no, we did ate. did you have shawarma with Russell on Saturday? No, we had mucho burrito. Oh, mucho burrito. Yeah, I'm getting mixed up. <laughs> it was fine. It was mucho burrito. Russell likes no, mucho burrito. No, you told me you had ancient grains on it. But let's yeah. focus on positive things. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. I don't even remember what we ate. We had good burgers that you made yeah. Saturday. Yeah, like thin. Traditional diner yeah. burger. Exactly. Like, yeah, and they were good. Um, fried onions on there. Mm-hmm. I had one for lunch and today and yesterday. Nice. <laughs> Again, I draw a blank. I can it's remember Friday right. and then the, uh, <laughs> like earlier than that, it's a blank. But next week, I think we're going to do St. Patrick's Day. So hopefully we get some stuff for that. And uh, I don't know what we're going to be doing after that. There's nothing. Easter's coming? Yeah, Easter's coming. So other than that, I have no ideas coming up. I Hopefully we can have a guest by Zoom. I know we have a couple people on. We're going to try some chips. So mm-hmm. we've never tried chips on the podcast before. So it'll be a nice change. Little secret, we're not always the most organized. And we're inspired <laughs> by sometimes what we see at the store that day. Yeah. So thanks everybody for listening. If you do have an idea for us, send us an email at the mess hall podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram. It's all in the show notes below. So you can just click on those links and yeah, reach out, contact us. We're always looking for ideas. Keep on eating.